Hello and welcome to Don't Spoil the Ending, episode 16. Yeah. That, yep. Is that enough excitement? <laughs> Yay. This is a film about games. Uh, film. <laughs> this, this, is, this is a film about oh, games, is it? <laughs> oh, 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 oh. This is a podcast about films, games, uh, entertainment stuff, TV stuff. Yep. Yeah, general media. Yep. Yep, yep. I try I tried to be as professional as possible there and I still <laughs> didn't do it right. <laughs> but yeah, welcome. Uh this is yeah, like I said, uh episode sixteen. This week's film will be Hot Rod. It will be. It will. Uh, I'm Joe, the host. I'm Nick. Hi, I'm John. And we've got Sam en route. He's he's on his way. He's not here yet. He's um, literally on the motorway. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm thinking he could be right outside the door. <laughs> well, he'll just have to knock. <laughs> but Inman's hey. heading there straight from the bar. <laughs> Fully loaded. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll let him explain where he's been. Yeah. Uh, when he when he appears. No. I'll I'll open these curtains. So Yeah, keep an eye out for him. Keep open these studio curtains. <laughs> Before we uh, that's fine. Jump into like what we've watched and stuff this week. Can I just do a quick thing? Uh this week, some big news for me personally. Oh, come on. My boy, Wayne Rooney, returned to Everton. Now, I know we're not a sports podcast, but not I just throw this in. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> look, out, look, look out for the spin-off podcast. Yeah, coming next summer. <laughs> oh, coming this summer, I believe. Oh, no, we're in the World Cup. We're waiting for oh, the World Cup. Yeah. Are we waiting for the World Cup now? Okay. Uh, Wayne Rooney returned to Everton, my beloved Everton, after, what is it, 13 years? Finally, finally come home. 13 long years. 13 long years but I mean as you guys know I'm quite partial to United as well so it wasn't that bigger does that the worst type of fan him, <laughs> does that make him a 31 year old man now 31 yep come back to Everton uh, uh, I, I, I don't do much footballing or watching football <laughs> but but I know he was 18 when he went to United so you, you know your maths at least yeah yep. essentially <laughs> so yeah he's gone back this week I'm over the moon with it absolutely delighted to get uh, my Me? boy Wayne back home I mean, like I say, I don't watch football, but have I heard that he he scored a bit of a screamer? Yeah, first game for Everton the other day. He scored a 25-yard curler. Still got it. Yeah. So, <laughs> it, so It is a great goal so, as well. So, You've got to watch it. So from what from what I know, like he was pretty much benched for United, wasn't he? Like the old, well. like, yeah. <laughs> like they didn't really play him. That's that's irrelevant. <laughs> no, no, no. What I'm, so what I'm saying is like like they, they've kind of lost out because they benched him and then yep. he's come and scored this. They've screamer. missed out on this, yeah. So we've got him back. The reason I mention it is FIFA this year, Pez this year. I cannot wait. Got Rooney back at Everton. I can't wait to get my hands on on those <laughs> games this year. <laughs> For more of that, follow at John uh, at Taylor nineteen eighty. Yep. <laughs> Contact John with all your uh, favourite Everton moments over the years. Yep. Uh, if you're after FIFA updates, Pez updates, <laughs> I'm sure you'll have a lot of fun reading through those Everton's greatest moments over the past few years. There's too many to mention, Joe. Too many to mention. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's 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 move forward with the show. Um, so, have we seen the uh, Andy Circus reading the? Donald Trump tweets. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, this? I've not seen it, but I've, I've I regret not seeing it yet. It's it's incredible. <laughs> it's really good. I, I've, I've I'm a massive fan of Andy Serkis. So 
I'm, I'm going to be oh, contrary. Go. I, I'm, I don't you like it. I don't find it that funny. That's think, because you're a Donald Trump fan, though. <laughs> that could be. That generally could be part of no, it. I think it is a part. I do of like Donny T, but uh, there was another thing a few weeks ago where Mark Hamill was doing it, reading out Trump tweets as the Joker. I think it was the Joker's cartoon <laughs> voice. Right. And I was watching it thinking, I'm not into this. <laughs> you don't like how he was like, the fake news media. <laughs> Sad. To be fair, I do like the Gollum voice, so that was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Might do the rest of the show, innit? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Don't Spoil the Ending. St- stupid fat Trump. <laughs> Amazing. Well, I know I, I quite liked that, that video. Yeah. Uh, Samson Natos. What, what show was it on again? It was on Stephen Colbert's late night show. He took over. Was it David Letterman that he took over? I think, I, I've I think lost track because uh, who's the the English James guy? James Corden. Who, who did he take over? Was that Jay Leno or something? I think it was Jay Leno. Was it? Yeah. But no, Steve, Stephen Colbert. I don't know if he's still Stephen Colbert or he goes by Stephen Colbert. I don't know what he is these days, but he used to have a nightly show on Comedy Central, um, which was the Colbert Report, which was... One of the greatest sort of nightly shows you can watch because he was playing a character. He was playing. He was playing the character Stephen Colbert, yeah. rather than himself. So it was good because he was like this, looking like really Republican guy who just hates anything that's not Republican. Yeah, and it worked amazing because he was just lampooning <laughs> politics. It was just really funny. It was really good. There's some good stuff like that. Like, I just want to throw in a, a guy called well, the character's called Jonathan Pye. From the YouTube videos that he does, oh yeah, and it was great in the run up to the election. He was doing his his character was a really far left like socialist kind of reporter, and they were hilarious, weren't they? Like, uh, yeah, yeah. he'd do these fake news reports on like Theresa May and uh, well, strong it, and stable. That it it weren't even it 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 didn't come across like it was a news report. It was as if like um they 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 kind of set the camera up and it's rolling and it's just before and then like yeah. at the end of what his little rants or something, he'd be like, and let's go, and he's like. Uh, yeah. Oh, tonight on on Channel Nine News, <laughs> Jonathan Pye here outside Westminster. <laughs> but yeah, check those out; they're pretty good as well. The, yeah, uh... we'll do. But uh, yeah, so moving on from Schmeagel and, yeah. and... Oh, 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 have we got oh. A... we've we've got we got a ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's just appeared. Let's let's take a very short break, and yep. then we'll very short break. Very short break. <laughs> We're back after that short break. Sam's joined us. Hello. Yeah. Inman, you look like you've been a like a journalism convention or something. You come on with your, pep, <laughs> your <laughs> pen and your pad. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> made notes for once this week. But you've actually been to see Peter, Peter K, K in a Q&A, haven't you? How yeah, was he that? Did, he did a charity Q&A. It was, uh, it was fun. It was really good. Um, a lot of it was improvised, so it's just sort of he didn't know what questions he's going to get. Basically, just has like a, well, he's got it in a quality street tin, as a Peter K would. <laughs> Just picking uh, questions out of a oh, tin. She, she didn't get to live asking questions. No, but he got loads of people up on stage, which was a bit impromptu. <laughs> which was a, uh, I don't, I don't think it was that was too good. Too many people got up on stage, and I was a bit like, I was oh, slow now because they were just all taking selfies and everything like that. I'll like, oh, get on with it. <laughs> so, uh, but no, it was good. you got to see like, outtakes which had apparently never been seen before. Um, but they were they were really funny. So, Outtakes yeah. from like car show or uh, a couple from car show, a couple from Max Paddy, just oh, all, right. all the shows basically. That's how how many of the questions were garlic bread? <laughs> yeah, quite a few of them. Yeah. <laughs> was there actually quite a few of them? Yeah, basically. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> I think uh, one of the one of the shout outs from the audience was uh, turn the big light on, or, turn big light on. <laughs> uh, it's sort of like. PK was like, oh, you're just going to shout catchphrases at me. Like, that's, that's, this is how it's going to go, is it? 
<laughs> Where so. can I find black bin bags? Welcome onto the show, Sam. Thanks. Um, <laughs> nice to have you back. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to make it, to be honest. Sober today? Sober. Hi, I drove it. <laughs> <laughs> that just doesn't mean you're sober. <laughs> <laughs> <It> does, Joe. <laughs> All right. Did any of us see the latest KFC advert featuring Hodor? I have yeah. seen this, yes. I I listened to an interview a few months ago with Hodor. Um, he seems like a nice guy, just like plays games and stuff. Like he's supposed to be like a serious. He's not. Well, he's trying to be taken as a serious actor. Can I this, jump in there? Like, is, he, is it a DJ as well? In the apparently, yes, he is. DJ in, like... well, I can't remember his name. Oh, his I, I don't know. He probably DJ Hodor, but. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, yeah, that like I that that advert just annoyed me because <laughs> I've got to admit, I, I, I thought you were going to say you loved it or something like oh, I, I didn't like it. Oh. I thought I'd have to be the one again going out. Oh, yeah, I didn't find it funny. <laughs> Ch- chicken and rice, Ch- Ch- chicken and chicken and rice. Oh, no, I'm not. <laughs> oh. yeah, I, I, I didn't like it. <laughs> oh. I'd rather have Andy Circus doing it. Yeah, chicken. It's <laughs> <laughs> my best. Uh, <laughs> you, Sammy of Edge, <laughs> you've you've appeared, but you haven't heard my Smeagol impression <laughs> until just then. Well, no, I hate that advert, and I hate KFC for my own reasons. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Namely, that you're a vegetarian and you can't stand chicken or any this is, meat. This is, yeah, this is correct. Yeah. <laughs> Could I jump in straight away with a bit of news, if that's okay? Of course. Another thing that's made my week this week: big bit of news. Inman, you've missed it, but I've already mentioned Wayne Rooney going to Everton. <laughs> yep. I'm happy with that. Uh, Sam, we've had too, far too much Wayne Rooney on We've had like 10 minutes of this. So. <laughs> Isn't that enough for the uh, football podcast? We're well, do? we were saying this as well. <laughs> World Cup 2018. <laughs> uh, but as well this week, my boy Quentin Tarantino, my favourite director, announced that he's working on a, on a new film. Yeah, yeah, I've heard I think this, you guys, yeah. have you guys heard about, have you heard about this? Heard heard about this? <laughs> uh, his new film will be about the Charlie Manson, well, the Manson family, the Charles Manson murders. Specifically, Sharon Tate being murdered in her in her home in like sixty nine, was it or something or seventy? Really? Yeah, I mean Tar- <laughs> no, not, Tarantino. Not, being like, not saying like she was murdered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that like I, I don't think they've been confirmed yet, but he's got um, Brad Pitt lined up, hasn't he? Yeah, that's the cast um, that I've got to come to you for. Yeah, the, um, uh, he's got um, who was the other one? Uh, J Law. Uh, J Law, um, and, and I've recently seen that um, he wants uh, Margot Robbie. Well. Yeah, Margot Robbie. Oh, there was somebody else as well. And I can't think now who yeah. it was. That, uh, so, so this is going to be a Quentin Tarantino film featuring those people, like yeah. the Manson Brad Pitt, family. Yeah, Brad Pitt as yeah. Charles Manson. I imagine that sounds incredible. Yeah, I, I can't. Believe it. I imagine it'll be like an actual horror film, and people have always wanted Tarantino to do a not a proper horror film, but go into the horror genre. This will be the clubs he'll probably get, like, and phew, yeah, should I, be good. <laughs> I think, I think, like, a lot of people have a fascination with Charles Manson. So yeah. Like, what, what am I like? I'm not promoting my own music at it, but uh, I used to sample of Charles Manson a while ago, and he goes, "I'm a boxcar, <laughs> I'm a <laughs> jug of wine." <laughs> just like he's just this dead, like, yeah, he, he is mental. Like, like there, there was, I think, I don't think, I don't think these are rumors. I think this is true. The family, the Manson family, like listen to Helter Skelter on repeat by the Beatles. Apparently, they were obsessed with yeah, it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know why, but right. yeah, <laughs> just a weird thing. But yeah, QT handling the Charles Manson story, like it, it, that's it, going to be good. It's sure to be an absolute masterpiece, isn't it? But yeah, as all his films are. I thought Tarantino was retiring after a certain amount of films. He's always said he wants to do ten films and make it the perfect filmography. This one will be his ninth. 
Okay, right. Yeah, so you'll have one more after this. I thought he was already going back on. When you say, I, I think when he gets to that tenth, they'll be like, no, when, forget when that. When you say ninth, <laughs> yeah. when you say ninth, is Kill Bill parts one and two separate? Or? No, I think it counts as one film. As I one? think so. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, I, I well on on Tarantino like Pulp Fiction and Reservoir Dogs. First time I watched them, I was like, these these are the, some of the best films I've ever seen. I, I've I've watched both of them in the last couple of years, and I'm like. They're not as good. I, I still love them. Love them I mean, both. I, yeah, like, I, I, I like them. I strongly disagree with that. I, I've I've watched <sighs> them years ago. Loved them. Watched them like probably within the last year, and I'm like, these are amazing. <laughs> I like that, Tarantino, but if I, anything, I think those two have got better. To be honest with you, do you reckon? <laughs> I like them more now than I did back then. Like, yeah. I feel, uh, I feel like I'm being dead picky when I say that because he's done worse films than those two, definitely. It, but that's just me being picky over time. I think his worst film, and he agrees. That it, he agrees. Yeah, I called him, I called him last night, and he, he agrees with it. <laughs> uh, he, he says his worst film is Death Proof, which I, I agree with. But I still think it's a five star film. See, right? I so, still really enjoyed. Yeah, Death I Proof, love Death yeah. Proof. See, I've not seen Death Proof because I, uh, I let, let's just say I found it one day, and <laughs> uh, it had like Spanish like dubbing on it, and I was like, I'm not gonna. Not yeah, gonna yeah, right. <laughs> I. Uh, like, I think it was it was literally last year I, I went through a Tarantino because like, I had I, I obviously hadn't seen all his films so I was like I'm going to go and try and watch them all and I've I, I went through every single one of his films and not one of them disappointed me honestly every single one of his films like I loved that's, that, that's it though like Pulp Fiction if you take that as an example when I first watched that when I was like uh, sort of a G teenager I was like this is a five star classic film I watched it recently I was like mm, it's a four maybe but then I don't know if that's me being overcritical and I need to go back and rewatch it again and go. Well, I, I think part of that is probably so many films copied like the QT format kind of thing with Pulp Fiction, you know, like the uh, the way the time jumps back and forth, stuff like that. Mm. And you have like a whole cast of characters who spend one half of the film with these people, one half with them people. So many other films have copied that since that when you watch it again now, you think, because eh, you've seen it a million times in other films, you think, oh, is it really that good? But it was the first one to do it, you know what I mean? So there's more of a reverence to that yeah, yeah. to be the one that, that, that started it yeah it's a fair point yeah but yeah just want to mention that the Charles Manson murder's coming soon you know? um, yeah I'm looking forward to that yep. that's it nice bit of news to drop on the uh, on the show yep I'm sure, I'm sure people are listening for the, the latest news on this podcast it's <laughs> <laughs> um, our speciality after, after we're reviewing a film today it was from 10 years ago <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah have we, have we done have we done much else this week I mean I, mean, I for one Went to the cinema last weekend to watch the new Spider-Man flick. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And uh, I, I watched it in the IMAX. Um, you know, I mean, I I love Tom Holland. I think he's he's definitely the best iteration of Spider-Man of the three. <clears throat> but um, yeah, it was okay. I, I've heard some people saying this is the best Spider-Man ever, even better than Spider-Man Two, which a lot of people have a lot. Like, of oh, really? no, I I I like to say. He is the best Spider-Man. I wouldn't say this is the best Spider-Man though. Right. Okay. I, 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 I don't know. I've, I, the when I first came out of it, I was like, that was okay. After going through with talking with people, like I realized it is better than I originally thought. But yeah, it's not like amazing. Like it's not my best um, MCU film. Let's put it that way. Is is this the Spider-Man film for millennials? That's why I've heard. Yeah, I can like, see that. Yeah, 
It's it's like oh this is look it's Spider Man whoa <laughs> iTunes Apple like, yeah. oh right okay that type of yeah, yeah. It is that kind of thing yeah. yeah I mean that's one thing that's putting me off from watching it the whole like the tech tech side of it I mean I don't know I've not seen the film yet but just the fact that like Tony Stark is so involved with it and giving I him mean, a lot of his suit and stuff I think it takes away from what's special about Spider Man if, if Tony yeah. Stark's just like I, I think basically it, a startup kind I of know thing what it, what it's supposed to be though is like he's he's like just a kid who's just got these random powers. And and he and he just he wants to do something with it kind of thing and um obviously Tony Stark's kind of found him and he's like all right well just just stay just sit tight we'll, we'll contact if you ever need you kind of thing and he just gets a bit itchy kind of thing he's not in it as much as you'd think he's he's literally in it for maybe a good ten minutes tops he's all over the trailer yeah that, that that's like, what, what you see in the trailer is literally what he's in it for right um and. And uh, yeah, and he gets a bit itchy, and he uh, and he's like, "Oh, I need to go and fight." So, and he and he just so happens to come across the vulture of all <laughs> of all criminals, and um, and tries to take him on, but because he's just an under, um, like um, trained kid, he, he he's not very good at it, kind of thing. One thing that kind of bothers me as well, again, I'm not seeing it yet, but Michael Keaton playing the vulture. It's almost like an in-joke, the fact that he played Birdman a couple of years ago. It's kind of like, now he's actually playing the vulture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a bit too far. <laughs> but like, like John Favreau, like, uh, he, he, he was probably in it more than uh, Tony Stark. Oh, really? And, and, and I, 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 I really liked him in the film. I thought he's, he's, he's just a funny guy. Yeah, he's great, John I really Favreau. Enjoyed um, I, I, loved, I loved his appearances in it. Um, yeah, I mean, if I was to rate the film, I'd probably give it maybe a three. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got a theory now. Like every Marvel film for me is like a three point five. It's just like good, just average, but nothing that interests me kind of thing yeah, and blows yeah. it away. Like so, I've seen a lot of three point fives for this film. So I think I imagine I'll probably be around the same. I mark. mean, it, um, coming from me, like you, you know, yeah, I'm that's much low of for a, you. That yeah, for the MCU especially. Yeah, like you know how much of a fan I am of it. Like a three out of five for an MCU film for me should be a a, a bit of a warning sign. Can I ask one really geeky question? In this film, is it organic webs or web shooters? Uh, it's web shooters. Web shooters. Yeah. That's that's more closer to the comic. The comic was always web shooters. But like, this is a thing. Like, they've they've actually took a lot of thing from like the original comics. Like, do you know the the what the what was it um the original comic he appeared in? It was um oh, something like ta- amazing tales. Uh, or amazing something. tales or some, something, something like, like that. that. Um, like he, he had he had these um things under his arm. Oh yeah, the other websites like, yeah. that that they make quite an appearance in this ah, as well. Right. So like they, they're adding things for the fan, the comic book fans. Yeah, I've uh, just had a very quick look on the web. <laughs> yes. Um, Rotten Tomatoes, it's got ninety three percent, which I did notice earlier on an advert. They were pushing the fact that this was really highly rated on Rotten there's, Tomatoes. There's this like building it in the film, yes. and and the the ratings are going up, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yes, I'm yeah. this myself. <laughs> um, and on Metacritic, it's at seventy three percent. So it, oh, it's yeah, yeah it's, it, it, it's 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 highly film. rated, and 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 I'm not going to say it doesn't deserve it because, like to some people, it definitely would be amazing. But if yeah. you're a millennial, this is the Spider-Man film. For probably, you. Yeah, yeah, that's probably how it'd be. Yeah. I'm hopefully going to catch it this weekend. So, um, apart from that, I've watched a few other films, which I just want to uh, just briefly mention. Um, there's one film which I, I don't even know what to say about it. <laughs> By briefly um, mentioned, did you mean not mention them at all? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
it's Armageddon, right? It, mm. It's a cult classic, I think people think call it. Um, it's the first time I've ever watched it, Armageddon. I actually hate the fact that I spent two and a half hours watching this film. <laughs> I actually despise the fact that I spent that long watching this film. Did you actually want the world to end after you watched <laughs> the film? Yeah. Were you praying for an asteroid to come like, and crash it down? <laughs> I hated it. I actually hated every second. Like, I got an hour in and I was like, I might turn this off. But I was like, no. Everyone says it's amazing. So somewhere in the last hour and a half, there'll be amazing stuff in this film. And there wasn't. It was just... The cast was amazing. The music was amazing. Yeah. But the film was just dog shine. <laughs> I mentioned something. Like, the thing I really... That bothers me about it. It's like Michael Bay is worse. It's proper like the kind of like boysy attitude to it. Like, oh, we're all boys on a mission. Kind of <laughs> I think you'll be with me on this, Joe. All right, boys. <laughs> <laughs> all right, boys. <laughs> There's a bit early on where, like, again, Michael Bay's attitude is kind of like, you know, oh, with, with the lads kind of thing. And they're on the oil rig, and there's a big Greenpeace boat out in the water, like causing trouble. You know, oh, God, stopping <laughs> the oil drilling. Like, yeah. And they're, uh, they're whacking golf balls at the. Uh, Greenpeace boat with like this with music in the background like it's like they're trying to make them out like they're like oh look at these funny what a bunch of characters these are it's like no it's like they're trying to like save the planet leave leave them alone do you know what I mean like but you're meant to feel like they're just time wasting like you know like trouble causes like no you should probably listen to what they're saying actually and that attitude for me is like Michael Bay is worst it's through the whole film you know kind of thing of I mean, you can definitely tell it's a Michael Bay film because it's just got explosions everywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. D- didn't like it. I, 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 I genuinely give that a, a zero out of five. Really? Honestly, <laughs> I, honestly, I would have gone out of five. No, no honestly, honestly, I hated that film. I can't, I hated that film. <laughs> and one other thing with it, like, is the whole NASA have to get these 12 drillers to go up to space. And yet they're listening to them in terms of like, what? To, they're like, no, you're NASA. Yeah. Like, you tell, you tell them you what to do. You've just got a load of like people that work on an oil rig to come and save the world. <laughs> what are you doing? I understand they know drilling, but like, you, you, know, you know space. Exactly. You don't know nothing. Um, but yeah, that, that's that film. That's, that's, not, um, you, you gave that a zero stars. Honestly, I would give that a zero. I think the only one I ever gave a zero stars, like long before this podcast existed. Is it called The Wolfman with Anthony Hopkins? Yeah. That was, that was fucking awful, that film. Guillermo del Toro, I think. Yeah, well, I remember watching it on the cinema and I was like, hmm. You know what? I watched that film and I could not tell you a thing now that happened in it. Like, <laughs> immediately I was like, why did I watch that? <laughs> but yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to try and get through a, a small list of things I've watched. That was on a list that was recommended, as well as this other film called Turbo Kid. It's it's kind of an indie film. It's got um, Ironside, Michael, Michael Ironside, Ironside, Michael Ironside in it. He's like the only like actor you'd know in it. But it, it's about a kid that like like he lives in the. It's kind of like the apoc- um, Mad Max for kids, but but it's right. not for kids. It's so gory. It's but it's so good. <laughs> like this this is a film which like it's an indie film, so you wouldn't think I'd rate it as high as this cult classic, but. I rate it a lot. I'd give that a good three and a half out of five. Okay. But um, I, I just wanted to quickly mention that one. Better than Armageddon. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, then there's two films which I've seen before, but um, not since the, the first release, which is the first two Hobbit films. I've been watching through them because you know how much of a fan of Lord of the Rings <laughs> I am. You've not mentioned it before. I, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure you know, though. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, they're not as good as Lord of the Rings, but... They, 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 to me, they, they just kind of feel like the the, 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 the 
they're trying to get people in from Lord of the Rings because like they're just quoting Lord of the Rings all the time. They yeah. hate it so much. I mean, we've spoken work about how if they'd combined the best elements of all three films, like the riddles in the dark with Gollum, the the Smaug bit from Desolation of Smaug, mm. and the, the the Battle of the Five Armies. Condense all that into one three-hour film. You'd have a film on equal footing with the Lord of the Rings and, films. And do you know but... what the worst thing for me was? They destroyed the character of Legolas. They made him a dick. Yeah, I don't. And I, I hated I, that. I never get. I still don't get that. I hated now. that. They almost I, claimed, but, but, but like I can, I can genuinely talk about um, Peter Jackson's Middle Earth films for days. So <laughs> let's. We, we we don't need to go into them in too much depth. Just one thing on the Legolas thing. Like their explanation for it is. The reason is a dick in the Hobbit. Uh, it's because of by the end of it, the way he's treated by Toriel, is it? The, the oh, yeah, yeah, the girl makes him become who he is in the Lord of the Rings yeah, films. Yeah. But it doesn't come across like that. No, it it's just like a different character entirely. Yeah, it's like yeah. he's a dick there, and now he's not a dick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you've, you've both spent far too much time uh, listening to the fake news. <laughs> <laughs> the, the final thing I want to talk about, Inman. Okay. I'm looking at you. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about this. I've started watching a series. Um, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yep. And you recommended this to me. I'm pretty sure you recommended this about four years ago. Probably about that. Yeah. And and I've only just started now. <laughs> There's um, a lot of catching up you got to do. <laughs> yeah. Twelve years. Well, twelve seasons. Twelve seasons. I, I think. think it is, yeah. And. Uh, I'm I'm really enjoying it. I've just I'm about five episodes into the second season, so Danny DeVito's in it now. Yep. And and it really does make a turn when he comes in. It makes it. a big difference to the whole show, I think, and sort of like it just seems like that's where the show starts. Like season one, yeah. just seems like a pilot season almost, yeah, and then yeah. uh, Danny DeVito can, kind of comes into it and sort of gives it a whole new life and sort of a new energy around it. But I'm loving it. It's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> like like it, it's like so crude and, and like. <laughs> It's crude. There's no real story. Each each episode has its own kind of storyline within the episode. Yeah, yeah. And just, but like it's just. Oh, but no, like yeah. some of the situations they get themselves into. Like no. I'm pretty sure the last episode I watched, like they, 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 they were they were about to get arrested for for like for for burning down the next door or something. Yeah, in which they just wouldn't get away with it <laughs> at all. But you know, there's a whole new season after yeah. that. So. <laughs> See, I've I've watched the first few episodes of It's Always Sunny and. I don't, I can't, like, I like it, but it looks like a massive commitment to get through because there's obviously 10 seasons, like, but I can't even, even after those episodes, I can't even imagine Danny DeVito randomly starting off. No, it comes, it, it, it's not just random. It, it's, like, good the way they put him in it. Yeah. But, um, like, I, I'd definitely say watch it. Like, I'm literally, if I've got, like, a spare 20 minutes before I want to go to bed, I'll put an episode on. Like, honestly, it's worth doing it just for that. I was going to say, that's what it's good for. It's just a quick 20-minute episode, easy watching. It's just like it's a bit of a laugh and sort of... I don't feel like... How, how you're saying you feel like it's a commitment. I wouldn't say that all about... like You just stick it on just as a 20-minute episode, just as a uh, gap filler. I think I need to put more time into it to see it as a gap filler because my gap filler originally... Well, not originally, but my most recent one was probably, you know, The League. That was my gap filler. I mean, it's the same kind of thing. Like, literally, yeah. before you lot came, I had, I had literally 20 minutes. I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to stick it always sunny on. <laughs> and, and it's amazing. It's just... I, I, it's, honestly, you'll be in stitches watching it. It's amazing. Yeah. Highly recommend. Yeah. Highly recommend. Like, Definitely. as a series, what I've watched so far, I've, I've only, like I say, I'm only halfway through the second season. I'm already giving it a four stars, and I reckon it can go up. Lovely. Yeah. 
Sam? I've, I've not seen the last two uh, seasons of it, I don't think, uh, but I'm agreeing with Nick, sort of four stars around that, yeah. Happy about Sounds good, sounds good. And that that's that's my uh so week. Your that's week, my week. Your next week in review. <laughs> <laughs> I've, yeah. I've got a few things if you want me to box them off. Uh passed my driving test this week. Oh, oh congratulations. congratulations. Thanks, Joe. Yeah. You've all signed a card. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Um so yeah, I, I've done that. That's that's the main thing of my week. Um and I'm putting it out on the podcast because why not? Uh <laughs> If I can mention Wayne Rooney, you can mention your driving, <laughs> <laughs> you can mention your driving lesson. I went to the Blue Planet Aquarium yesterday in Ellesmere Port. Oh, yeah. Yep. Got a selfie with a shark, John. Oh. No, you don't like... I, I know you're scared. I, I, I can't even look at it. I can't even look at it. I'm too scared. <laughs> yeah, I've seen you, you, your son looked awfully happy to be there. He seems to be enjoying himself anyway. He, he, enjoyed, he enjoyed his trip to the aquarium. Um, but yeah, because so, I went and I was like, oh, I'll get a selfie with a shark. And then I was like, oh... I'll get a selfie with like some phobias that people on the show have got. And I was like, get a selfie with a shark. Outside, there was a few garages. Shark <laughs> <laughs> selfies with a few blown there was, up tires. There was, there was a, Porsche, a Porsche garage like over the road from Blue Planet. And I'm not messing, those tires looked so inflated. <laughs> <laughs> and I nearly went over and was like, I need a selfie with one of these tires. But I couldn't find any filled with spiders. Did you find any branches that were like pulled back? <laughs> <laughs> there was branches there. What I should have done was like, gone through the bushes and pulled one back <laughs> and then used the phone in a way that just captures, you know, like just Jono's face when he's in that <laughs> position. <laughs> um, but yeah, lots of overinflated tires outside Blue Planet. Just didn't have the time to take themselves. No, I, no. I did. Oh, yeah. It's not really a phobia, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody's scared to overinflate tires. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that, that's what I did with my day uh, yesterday. I, I've been catching up with the latest season of Impractical Jokers this week. The oh yeah, I US... think I've, I think I've seen all this. Okay, I've, I've I was about eight episodes behind, so I'm just catching up. Um, John, I know you're not a fan of Impractical Jokers. Yeah. Um, but so I'm, I'm not even going to talk to you here. I'm going to just talk to Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, have you seen Impractical Jokers? I've not seen it, but I know the people on it. I think. Okay. Well. The, yeah, but one of them, it's Q, isn't it? You probably listen to a yeah, podcast. podcast you know? Yeah. Uh, if you lose that week's episode, you do like a forfeit and you have to do the forfeit, basically. And two of them I'm going to bring up. On one of the episodes, Nick, let me know if you've seen it, Mer has to go up to people who are smoking cigarettes. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> and as they're smoking the cigarettes, just take the cigarette out of the, out of the hand <laughs> and then just stamp on it. On Literally, the floor. like, it's not just take it out, he's got to put it out on the floor as well. <laughs> like, it's the most cringy <laughs> thing you're watching because he's literally going up to people who just stood their man in their own business and he just takes the fag out and puts it on the floor and, and they're like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, it's, it's bad for you. <laughs> it's, it's such a hard watch. And then... So um, <laughs> yeah, I wanted to bring that specific one up. And there's an episode where Q goes speed dating. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what is this? Where he's got the... <laughs> Sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll explain this to John and Sam who want to see it. Uh, Q lost the episode, so we had to go do speed dating, basically. But when he went to speed dating, he had to have two turkey legs uh, basically strapped to his hand <laughs> and go, <laughs> go through the entire speed dating process eating two turkey legs. <laughs> and he wasn't allowed to finish until he finished the two turkey legs. <laughs> 
So as he's there sat at like a table. <laughs> that does sound quite funny. <laughs> he sat at a table and women will come over and they'll go, hi, you're all right. And they'd like go to shake his hand and just see two turkey legs <laughs> in his hand. And um, he'd be like, yeah, I love turkey. <laughs> and um, yeah, like the, the cringe on some of that, it's like, oh God. Um, but he, he actually, what, like a couple of women actually were like, do you know what? Like, they, they gave him his number, the, the yeah. number, didn't they? Like there was, there was a woman like, who came over and gave her, gave him his number and went, hey, turkey leg guy. <laughs> he actually got numbers. I mean, he's like, he's, he's, he's not a bad looking guy. He's a good looking guy, like, but like, like when, when you'd imagine if a woman seen a guy with two turkey legs strapped down, like, yeah, I'm probably going to avoid that one. But no, he actually got numbers. I was like, how? I'm, I'm going to try it. Yeah, speed dating with turkey strapped to me. Um, but right. like you see, they're cringy. Have you seen the, uh, the, the special episode where they uh, came over to the UK? I have, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know if it's just because it's in the UK. It just cringed me out. Why? So, because it's in the UK. Because, <laughs> like, it's like, I think they're messing with people's beers in, like, a pub. Oh, I'm like, yes. you don't do that to a British man's yeah. beer? What are yeah. you doing? This is one of the ones where I, I can't remember who it was, but they basically say to them, yeah, just, just like, pull the pint. So, like, a like a guy will come up and go, oh, can I have a pint of whatever? And the guy will go, yep. And the impractical joke, I can't remember who it was, probably Sal or Q, but... <laughs> pulls the pint and then he go right lick the rim of the glass <laughs> and then he just goes up to the guy licks the rim of the glass and then just puts it down <laughs> and the guy's like oh. looking at it going why 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 have you looking at it? I mean to be fair they were quite good sports weren't they like I think like, the English are though like that's, no that's it like but like what one of them like um he was like, oh you can have it for free it's fine kind of thing he's like oh there's sound I'll have that <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, like we, we don't care. You lick the rim. If you're giving that for free, you lick all around that rim. <laughs> um, all right, let's finish off with Impractical Jokers. Uh, a couple of points from me. My weekly Stardew Valley update. It's the middle of winter. Nothing's really grown yet. I've got some winter seeds, but they're not grown. Um, been doing a lot of mining. So that's, that's what I've spent my time doing. <laughs> I found the Mers purple pants, by the way. A, yeah, mission very early on. Look for the Merv's purple pants. I could not find them. Why are they purple? I don't know. But <laughs> not no he, reason. He basically comes here and goes, can you find my purple pants? I'm like, I suppose I can. Why has he lost a... his purple pants? Well, well, this is where we get to, but you find them in um, one of the woman's bedrooms. <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, don't, don't tell why, anyone about this. <laughs> why are you in the bedroom? Well, you could you can go into some of the bedrooms, you know. Stardew Valley, it's a game about farming. <laughs> um, I, do you know something? I completely forgot about games. Yeah. Um, there's one game I actually played. I mentioned it last week. Yeah. Game of Thrones. Oh yeah. I'm I'm into the third episode of that. It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> it is amazing that that game, you know. Yeah. Like it's it's as it's as riveting as the show. Yeah, cool. and as shocking as the show as well. And as shocking. Oh, don't yeah. ruin it. I'm only up. I've, I'm up to episode three. Oh well, you... that's what I'm up to. <laughs> don't, don't, guys, don't ruin it. <laughs> I've li- I'm literally as far as you, Joe. <laughs> don't spoil the ending. <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to drop that in there. Cool. My last point for the week is I've been playing GTA Five again. I love that game. Online uh, or? Um, I've done a bit of online racing. The racing's always good on GTA. And yeah, just doing some. I finished all the story. I just had one last assassination mission to do, where I then went and bought. I basically, if you follow the guides, you can make hundreds of millions of dollars to then go buy all the 
all the properties. Ish. So I just bought the golf club. Um, golf club? Is that what we call a golf club place? Golf club? I don't know. No, if you like a place where you play golf, it's not a golf club, is it? Driving range. No, like a proper golf. Like, golf course. Golf, golf course. <laughs> yeah, a golf club. Sounds so obvious when you say it. A golf like club's what you used to hit the yeah. ball. Yeah, that's why I was getting you, confused. The other clubhouse. Oh, so is that what you're thinking? This is too confusing. Yeah, you're confusing <laughs> Did, this did guy. you buy the clubhouse or the course? <laughs> I, I, I bought the golf course. So it was $150 million. So I managed to finally buy that. And yeah, just had a, had a good laugh on that game. That game I'll always, always be able to go back to and say, I love this game. I, I do. I genuinely, that's a five star game. Um, Have you seen, by the way, that there's some um, deals been on? PlayStation. This is one for you, by the way. Um, no, no, no. <laughs> You're looking at me, but the, the list. I'm looking can't. at you because of what I bought in these deals. Okay. I bought um, Metal Gear Solid Five. Oh, I did see the price for that. I was yeah. like, that's insane. It was so cheap. I was like, I need to buy it. And I've not played it yet, but like, how much did you get it for? Did you get the deluxe one? I got, I got the is entire like seven quid. It was like the entire. <laughs> I, I, I think it's the free game. It's like the prequel. Oh, so it's not a full game. It's like a demo almost. No, no. Yeah. What I mean is, I got all of them. I got the main game. Yeah. The prequel. Um, yeah, that's like almost like a one level, it's temple, a one level kind of thing. Like, uh, is there an, is there a third one as well? There's DLC, I think maybe. Maybe that's. What but it like, is. I, I, I'm pretty sure I got it all for about a tenner. Right, that's the best tenner you will ever spend on games. I, I've not even installed it yet, but I'm going to play that game. I, 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 I'm pretty sure over a year ago you said Nick play this game. This, <laughs> yeah, that that game. I put hundred hours into that game, and. Some of the insane stuff that can happen is it's 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 genuinely one of the best PS4 games there is, and it's one of the best game series. I, I will be playing it anyway. Yeah. I'll, I'll be, I can't wait to hear some of your stories about that because that is a game where weird stories come out of. I'll be yeah. I'll be completing a uh, Game of Thrones, and then I'll probably get on that next. There's there's a lot of strange mechanics stuff in there where you, the mechanics are pretty much spot on everywhere, but there's also weird stuff where if there's like a van driving down the road and you don't want them to see them, if you time it completely correctly, never done it myself, but you could throw a smoke grenade through the window, and then they obviously won't see you because the smoke is then contained inside the, <laughs> oh, from the, the lorry, and they won't see you because there's smoke there, so you just run, run across. So, right. Do I play the prequel first? Play the... I'm assuming you'll this the one-level thing. Play that. It'll be like a short sort of prequel-type style thing. And then go and play the main game. But that main game, it's it's unreal how good that game is. You get a puppy. You get oh. a puppy. And then it turns into a real dog. Oh, fantastic. Well, yeah. not like a puppy. I'm sold. I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> but you get the companions and stuff. And like, I remember some of the missions start. You'll generally drive to a place to start a mission. But I remember one starts, more than one actually. But they start and you're not actually starting a mission you've just drove to somewhere yeah. and this mission has started and you've just been completely took out of the game and it the way they develop a story and present you a story it's amazing what they've done to do on the storytelling but you can kind of tell kojima sort of dropped off a bit for some of it okay. like more budget not sorry kojima didn't drop off there was you can tell there's budget issues there was issues with it yeah i mean we've mentioned this in the past a few weeks ago, I said Kojima was fired. Yeah. And you said, no, he left. Yeah. There's genuinely, it's up in the air. No one really no knows, knows as to what happened. Like, you know what I mean? The, it, it's all over Metal Gear 5 because it cost an absolute bomb to I'm me. Guessing yeah. Kojima knows what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I just and, need and, to ask him. Let's get him on the show. <laughs> I, I, 
for PS4, I can't I can't think of a game off the top of my head that I recommend more than that. I mean, watch this space. It, yeah. it, I will be playing that game, yeah. and and I'll, um, I'll get back to y'all. I I, that actually, one. <laughs> I can't wait to hear some more of this because. Just one quick thing on the games thing. Oh, sorry, have you finished with? I've finished with all my stuff, John. If you want to take on, on games, uh, Crash Bandicoot. Finally played it this week. I was never a big fan of Crash Bandicoot like back in the day, but I've actually enjoyed it quite a bit. It was actually get a lot of trophies for playing it. So, yeah, I was happy with that. <laughs> it's yeah. just a basic platform, isn't it? Kind of no, thing, no. You know, like, the... I played it that week. Like, I mean, I I I just spent like one night playing because I've not actually got the game myself. Uh, my brother um, came round. And installed it on my PlayStation. So I I got it for that one night and we were just going through the first game. And it was so much fun. Like yeah. I enjoyed it so much. Like it it is a lot of nostalgia though. It's just it's just a lot of nostalgia. <laughs> it's not for me though, because I played the first one and didn't like it at the time. So oh, I, I didn't even bother finishing it or anything. So yeah, I think that's actually quite quite okay. That's yeah. quite good fun, but oh, about halfway through the first one. So yeah, I'll have that finished off for next week. Yep. I don't think we can talk about any other games ever again after talking about Metal Gear. Because <laughs> I'm thinking about the game, then we're all about, oh, you remember Crash Bandicoot? Like, it's like, yeah, I love Crash Bandicoot, but it's like, it's not Metal Gear. <laughs> I'm making the Metal Gear podcast, I've just decided. <laughs> Have you done much this week? Uh, I've watched a couple of films, a few TV shows. I think I've got a couple of recommendations that people might not have seen. Uh, so one of them is The Detectorists, <clears throat> which is originally a BBC4 show. Joe, sorry. you're laughing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm smiling. Cause... Uh, sorry, but can you say that again? <laughs> the Detectorists. The so, Detectorists. Detectorists. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I'm smiling because uh, Sam recommended this to me a long time oh, ago yeah. and also gave me the, the show to watch. Yeah. And... I was forcing this on you, Joe, and I still <laughs> get the feeling you've not watched it yet. Yeah, I've not gone around Just going to say, he recommended It's Always Sunny to me. <laughs> and it's been four years, but it was a good recommendation. Yeah. So You slowly got there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, one day. Uh, basically, it's a couple of guys. Mackenzie Crook, someone else that I can't remember the name of, uh, the actor. But um, basically, they go around metal detecting. But it's a lot more fun than that. Sort of, You feel <laughs> for these weird characters and sort of there's a club that they go to and sort of like they have these odd stories which are really fun um really highly rated on imdb it moved from bbc4 to bbc2 to be a bit more was that mainstream how, i guess that yeah. how, how highly rated it was yeah so it, it moves it, off the small platform <laughs> of bbc4 where uh, uh they almost have like a promotion relegation kind of thing in yeah, place with bbc don't like they that. bump it up if it's you know doing well kind of yeah. thing so but, it might be on bbc1 soon could be. <laughs> uh, it is on Netflix, so those of you who have Netflix, it's available to watch on there. Season one and two. Yeah. Mackenzie Crook is that Gareth from The Office. Yeah. Gareth from The Office, and yeah. the guy that gets the fork in the eye in Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Oh, that comes, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> uh, the other one I've watched is All or Nothing, which is the NFL. I know you two might be Ooh, interested in this. I've watched it, yeah. You've watched it yeah. on uh, the Arizona Cardinals. Yes. yes. Is this the training camp? It's a full season, I think. Yeah, it follows yeah. the team around for a full year. Oh, I was getting mixed up with Hard Knocks. So I remember watching the season yeah. of that. It's basically Hard Knocks. Right. <laughs> yeah. Is it Amazon's own thing, though? Amazon's own thing. So it's Amazon and NFL Films uh, yeah. production. It's basically their version of Hard Knocks kind of thing. Right. Uh, but I, I loved it, though. I thought it was great. Um, three episodes in. Uh, I'm hooked on it, and I don't particularly like American football. I don't watch American football, but it is fascinating to see sort of like the insides of how, this, how it's run and everything like that. And I think... Any American football fan should could definitely give it a watch. Um, they're doing another season, so there's, oh, are they're they? doing 
Ellie Rams. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, that means nothing to me, not knowing yeah. American football. But <laughs> I mean, they picked the Cardinals because that year they were being tipped to like win the Super Bowl yeah. kind of thing. They get close to... Spoil it. Shit. Don't spoil it. I can't say anything about how, how it goes. <laughs> but... Yeah, why they picked the Rams, I don't, I don't know. Well, it's going to be a nightmare. Uh, surely it's because they've just moved. Maybe, yeah. I was going to say, they seem like a good team to pick. There was, seems to be a lot going on. Sort of like It seemed they had a really unlucky year, but a good team. And like you're saying, like they're, they're going to be tipped for the Super Bowl. Mm. <laughs> um, but I'd, yeah, it's, I'd, thoughts on LA Rams? Is it just literally because they've moved? It sort of makes a good story? or Maybe. I mean, they're never going to challenge, you know what I mean? So I don't know why they've, yeah. they've, they've chose them. They usually choose a team that will be a good story. Kind of thing. Maybe yeah. that's literally just it, the, the move. Rams know. are in the same group as the Seahawks, aren't they? And the Cardinals, yep. And the 49ers. And the 49ers, there's, yeah. there's literally no chance they'll even make the playoffs. Yeah. Although 49ers, they're not very good. So. They're probably the worst team in the NFL now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not like my Seahawks. So. They're, they're not not what they were, to be honest with you. No, but have uh, have, have you finished with the NFL stuff? Also, oh, just one last thing on on the all or nothing. What I really like about it is like the behind the scenes stuff mm. that you mentioned, and uh, just the way the general manager, like the owner of the club, interacts with like you know yeah. Yeah, the players, the coach, uh, the coach is Bruce Arians. Yep, and when he talks to the players. It's effort and Jeff in swearing at them, using like racial slurs almost sometimes. Yeah. Like, but when the general manager comes, it's like, oh, hello, sir. Hi, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you know, th- three bags full, sir. <laughs> just his attitude completely changes when the yeah. you know the general manager's around. I just found that quite interesting. Right. It's like the office, but like NFL. <laughs> <laughs> and real. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I've got to say the production on it is really good. Like they, they must put mics on the players while they're training or on the coaches at least, and it picks up so much of these like little conversations where they they obviously forget they're being recorded and stuff like that. So, so you get like a, the proper in depth sort it, of a real side of it. Is this yeah. drama? Is this a drama? Is this like scripted? Documentary. No, so no, it's not actually a no, yeah, documentary. Oh right, okay. Yeah. I'm surprised that sort of like a club has done this, but maybe uh, it's just good publicity. Amazing. Just one last thing. Have you met the general manager's dog yet at all? He was there during the draft. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'll come back to that. <laughs> he makes a reappearance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look forward to that. It's good. Uh, the other thing I've watched is The Leftovers, which uh, I know you've just oh, finished. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just finished this week. Yeah. yeah. Uh, again, I'll try not to spoil this for you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to watch this as well. Yeah. So don't spoil the ending. This is the third or fourth time we've said that this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, again, three episodes into that. Absolutely loving it. Uh, seems quite. Uh, character concentrated at the moment on each episode. Uh, episode three is Christopher Eccleston's character, and it was amazing. I'm almost certain you watched the first episode and said that you didn't like it. The leftovers. I'm pretty sure it was you that said that you watched it and you didn't like it. You you weren't that into it at first. I, I mean, said, I don't remember that. I mean, I mean, I mean, it might just be me. I think I said like, well, I said on the WhatsApp group, uh, <coughs> she shouts Sam again yeah. a lot, like in I Am Legend. I was uh, like, yeah, I like that bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm making this up. In my mind. <laughs> I, there's, there's loads of stuff I've watched one episode of, and I've gone, nah, I don't really like that. See, so, I, I, I thought you, it might have been in the conversation, same conversation yeah. with a different show, maybe. Sorry about that. <laughs> Pri- you, Prison you, Break. You, you better be <laughs> Prison Break, which I've watched. I don't like that. It's that probably is, it's probably awful. Prison Break. They've just not learned from any of the uh, errors they made in season four. So yeah, yeah. Prison Break's only good for one season anyway. 
The first season's outstanding. See, this yeah. this new season like of Prison Break, like it's been highly recommended. I'm pretty sure it's got a very high rating on IMDb and, and Rotten Tomatoes. And there's been several people that I've spoken to that have been raving about it. So and and you're 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 not of that opinion. I completely disagree. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair enough. I just it's tacky. It's old. It's not, it doesn't have any sort of like originality to it. And I just I know the sort of re, like rehashing their old stuff. So it's not going to be original. But I mean, just shoot it slightly differently. Just give it some newness feel to it. Sort of make it feel like 2017 as opposed yeah. to like 2007 yeah, or whatever. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah. Cool. Oh, so just on the leftovers thing. I mean, I, I finished it. I don't even want to really say anything about it because I don't want to spoil anything for you. But, 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 but yeah, but, but, but nothing. But, but, don't but don't I will spoil spo- it. But I will spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stick with it. Cheers, John. Cheers for that one, John. Yeah. John, fa- thank you for the input there, mate. Can I tell you at least what I thought of the series no, as a whole? No, uh, no, I'm, I'm putting a stop to this now. No. I mean, as a general sort of how you felt about it. Yeah. No, 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 because then he'll go, I loved it until the end. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say that. I mean, you, you, how, you, about, <laughs> how about you just, you just give your rating out of five? No, no, simple you, you, as. <laughs> Do you hear that? No, 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 I'm not doing that. You know this from what you've seen already. There's a lot of like religion. Yeah, but Joe's going to uh, watch it. Religion like. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> There's a lot of like religion parables in it and stuff so yeah. far. Like, uh, I mean, I'm not religious, but I find religion fascinating. You know, like the Bible studies, yeah. that kind of thing. And yeah, from that point of view, it's amazing. Like, you know, it's really interesting kind of thing. There definitely seems to be sort of two or three strands of where the uh, religion's going to come into it and sort yeah. of where it's going to go. Yeah, there's a lot of it. It's amazing. <laughs> cool. cool. Uh, I just noticed you said you're not religious, but I remember that was a reason we didn't play Tekken sooner, because it's against my religion to gamble. Uh, <laughs> I've seen the light now. <laughs> <laughs> just like the Konami, Konomi uh, discussion. Konomi, yep. Yep. I've been I've been logging errors on you, John. I've been I've been picking, <laughs> I, I, I'm standing by that. I've been picking up, picking up your lies. <laughs> I, I looked up. You remember a couple of episodes? You said the Nintendo Switch. They it's as if Nintendo were f- like on purpose not creating enough consoles to sell. Yeah, yeah, that's a lie. Uh, oh, I don't know. I'm still standing by no, that. No, no. So it's to get the well. If you want the uh, boring answer, it's to get the contracts in place. But they're actually rivaling with the likes of Apple to. You know, to create the hardware. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just Boring, John, but I had to correct. You. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've got a correction for you, actually. Oh, shit. if we're doing corrections. <laughs> oh no. Uh, I don't know what episode it was. You oh referred, well, well, you better find the episode number. You referred to ID Software making Hitman. Yeah. And I said it's not pronounced ID. It's IO Software who make Hitman. Okay. <laughs> ID okay. make Doom. Okay. Yeah, so corrections out of the way. <laughs> How long have you had you look? I don't know, it just, just came to me when the you corrections waited, came up. Waiting until Joe attacks you. Just waiting for, yeah, for that one moment. There. Yeah. I've just got a few more, right? <laughs> I, I, yeah. I was looking around for a notepad to sort of ruffle, so I'm, going, I'm just going to find all your mistakes just... here, John, but... <laughs> but, um, yeah, okay. Cool. Yeah, cool. just got a few films, so that's okay. How uh, many? Five. Five, all right. Well, but, Sam, John, uh, Sam and Nick, are we pretty much finished with what we're going to say? Can I just mention one film? Because John, well, John just, was in the middle of about to start. I know, I know but, but like John's seen it, so I wanted to talk to John about oh, it. I've okay. seen it this week. 
Um, quite a recent one. The Mummy. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we need to go into too much depth about this, but are we are we on the same um, wavelength with this, John? I don't know. Did you say you you'd liked it? I mean, I didn't hate it, but it's not great, is it? I gave it a begrudging two point five, yeah. just out of the fact that I probably will watch it again at some point. Okay. Yeah, that's all I wanted to say. It's not the best of films, but yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> go, go, go ahead with your five films, John. I'll let yeah. you burn through these. Do you, do you want to well, go through them as fast or slow as you like? Uh, after this, we'll go on to our film. But, yeah, sounds yeah. good. I'll, 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 I'm going to hand the reins over to you, John. Yeah, I'll actually burn through these. Uh, start off with the Cornetto trilogy. Have you guys watched like Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, World's End? I have seen all three of them, yeah. I'm only watch only watched these this week because a uh, baby driver's out. So I'm going to catch that at the weekend. Wait, what's the connection? Oh, Edgar Wright directs Baby Driver. Oh, he is did, that he what did it all is? three of these. This is, this is his next film after The World's End. Okay. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I love all three. All all great films. Uh, what I, what I really like about them is the interaction between the friends in them. It's basically three films about how friends interact. Like Shaun of the Dead is old friends. And how, when you're growing up, you get like new friends coming into your, into your group, and how they're like, "Oh, get rid of this guy's an embarrassment." You know, he's clink, you know, he's clink. Do you remember like, uh, can't think of the, the guy's name now. Nick Frost and, and Simon Pegg play the two, like play yeah. Sean and Ed. Is it in Sean of the yeah, Dead? Yeah, I think it is. Ed. And everyone's telling like Ed's holding you back, yeah. get rid of him. Is you know, it's a waste of space. And like I've had actual relationships like that in real life, kind of thing. I'm sure you guys all have as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, I just love the fact that like. It's a real, even though it's a zombie film, it's dealing with a real friendship at the, at the basis mm. of it. Hot Fuzz is about new friends, about how like they meet for the first time working for the police and they, they build a friendship. And The World's End is really old friends who are getting back together for the first time in like 10, 15 years, whatever it is. And I just love the fact that like that trilogy have that kind of, that basis to them. Almost in The World's End, when it turns into like an alien film, it's almost like, oh, I was enjoying just watching them on a pub crawl. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. It almost like, ruins the film. Kind of thing. I really didn't like that film because I'm a big fan of the, the trilogy and the first two especially. Yeah. Up there with my favourite films. The third film, I was just like, as, as soon as it went into the toilets and it sort of turned the into aliens like turned an alien, up. I was like, oh, do they have to? Like, I've got to admit, Hot Fuzz is my least favourite, but I really like The World's End. I just feel like I was enjoying that more than what it, what it goes into. If right. you know what I mean? I'd rather yeah. just watch them on a pub crawl and just yeah. interact with each other kind of thing than, than it turn into like a Invasion of the Body Snatchers or whatever it is. Yeah. But yeah, I love all three films, but I'm probably rating these down. Uh, Shaun of the Dead is 4.5. Hot Force is a, uh, The World's End is a 4. Hot Force 3.5. I'm only bumping them down a bit because I'm, I'm hoping Baby Driver is going to be like top of them all. So uh, I'm going to watch that this weekend. Uh, the two other films. It Comes at Night. New film this week. <laughs> I watched. Like... Is that a parody? Like last, porn, porn well, parody. it sounds like... <laughs> last week be. we made a shout-out to, to to someone, if you remember. Um, Loza B. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and she went to see this. And before with, John, with, with Becky from work. With yeah. Becky. Um, and before we go into... Uh, John gives his review of this film. They came into work and said, it's the worst film ever. It's, it's a terrible <laughs> film. And John's review is... Yeah, well, the, yeah, they weren't a big fan. Worst film they've ever seen. My film of the year so far. Uh, <laughs> really enjoyed it. <laughs> uh, I told Nick it's basically the road, but in a house. I literally, he, he, he was saying he was like, I, "I reckon I can sell this to Nick yeah. in like one sentence." And he went, "It's basically the road." I was like, 
told. <laughs> yeah. It's about a family who've... Uh, it's about the world in quarantine. There's a, a, like a, a virus outbreak. Lots of people have died off. And this family have like taken seclusion, is that the right word, in the woods, in like an old house cabin kind of thing. And there's a father, mother, son and, and grandfather. The grandfather dies at the start of the film. And a new family come along and almost try and break in at first, but they, they get to know each other. They move in, they live in the house together. And it's all about like paranoia and kind of who to trust, that kind of thing. You know, the, it starts off all nice and friendly, but as they go on, they start to think like, actually, are they here for to steal stuff? Are they here to take the house over? And it all escalates from there. But I, I, I loved it. <laughs> Probably my film of the year so far, <laughs> genuinely. Uh, and the last one was War of the Planet of the Apes. This is one I am very eager to watch myself. Does this this features Andy Circus on it? Does, it does yeah. <laughs> Fake news. Uh, as Caesar the, the 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 monkey, whatever you want to call. It. Yeah, uh, I I really enjoyed it. Really good film. The CG in this uh, is really good. I like yeah, all, all the films yeah, have got great Woody Harrelson as well. Like I'm a big fan of Woody, Woody Harrelson. Yeah, so. he's good in it. Uh, I could have done with a bit more war, to be honest with you. At the end, it kind of wraps up quicker than I thought it would do. Uh, and a bit not as interesting as I thought it would do, but it is st- still really good. Four out of five. Uh, the first one's still the best for me out of the trilogy, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. And then, like, Dawn and War are both four out of fives. So, Fantastic. yeah, good film. Cool. All right. Um, let's take a quick break, unless anyone's got any final points before the end of this segment. This is a long segment. <laughs> it's not really a segment, is it? It's just like, this is just... Yeah, this is the I'm, show. This is the show. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back to review Hot Rod after this musical interlude. (laughs) And we're back. Did we have a nice break? Fantastic. I just fell up the stairs. (laughs) I've just uh, cut my finger. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I didn't know you did. Yeah, that. in my mistress. <laughs> yeah. No, I've uh, I've hurt my finger. Uh, I'm all right. Don't worry, listeners. Do you mean um, your hospital? Or? I mean, I might. I, I feel like I'm losing a lot of blood. Yeah. Uh, You're gonna fail. Your... <laughs> hey guys, dial nine nine, and when it gets really bad, dial nine nine. <laughs> uh, talking of stunts, because um, that was a stunt. Oh. <laughs> uh, we did hot rod this week. We did. Nick, would you like to run through the synopsis of the film? I will do, yeah. Um, a self-proclaimed stuntman uh, named Rob Kimball is preparing for the jump of his life to clear 15 buses to raise money for his abusive stepfather, Frank's life-saving heart operation. Uh, sorry, it's the fact that it said abusive stepfather. I, I, I don't quite abu- agree with that. but uh, Yeah, he... Well, not yeah. No, he, do, he does beat him. <laughs> yeah, not, not, in the, not in the traditional sense. <laughs> yeah, he's not an abusive um, stepfather in the traditional sense. Of <laughs> That's how I would put that. Yeah, but yeah. Um, but yeah um, well, this film um, it's starring. It's got quite a good cast, if you ask me. Uh, it's got Andy Samberg. Yep. Jorma Tacone. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce that. I said it in that weird way because I didn't know how to say it. <laughs> so it's like Jorma, whatever his name is. That's the other guy from the Lonely Island. It is. And then yeah. Akiva Shaffer's in it, but he's also directed it. And those three make up the Lonely Island, as you just said. Uh, it's got Bill Hader. It's mm-hmm. got Danny McBride. Yep. Will Arnett. 
Yep. My, my, my boy, Will Arnett. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. uh, Ian McShane. Um, like, I've, I, I know him from Game of Thrones. I know him from Lovejoy. <laughs> there you go. Uh, he, he's been in a few... And Isla Fisher is the, the female um, yep. lead. Um, like I say, directed by Akiva Schaffer. I don't know how to pronounce that. I think it's Schaefer, Akiva Schaefer. Akiva Schaefer. Yep. Um, Which one of them is Lois Lane? What? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't the actress in this Oh, Lane? Is, is that Isla Fisher? No, no, that's uh, Amy Adams, but everyone confuses them. Oh, do they? To the point of in Nocturnal Animals, they play the same character. Oh, it's not. <laughs> oh, that's what I got mixed up. Yep. That's, that's, that's incredible amazing. that I got them mixed up. Because yeah. we, we did Nocturnal Animals on a pre On a warm up. Yeah, on a, we'll call it a warm up. Um, yeah, we, we did that, and then that came up. So yeah. That's, yeah that was... Well, that's amazing. Um, I don't know if you know, but it's it's written by a woman called Pam Brady, who has written, who well co-written because the other two writers you'll know um, are um, the South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut writers, um, so Matt and Trey, and she also co-written Team America. Um, so now that's a track record. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> Um, Ooh, I, I couldn't tell if it was sarcasm there. Right? Oh no, I, I love both those films. <laughs> As you say, Team America is a great film. I look, th- those are two of the funniest films I've ever seen. There was like an ounce of sarcasm. <laughs> and I, I couldn't tell. Okay. <laughs> that was good. I still don't know where we're up to. <laughs> Sorry, Nick. <laughs> no, 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 apologies, Nick. I, I only have one more point before we got into the discussion. Um, it's it's quite a good run time. I'm pretty sure you'll agree, John. I agree with this. 88 yeah. minutes. Oh, was that what, I thought it was 84. Was oh, God, a bit too long now. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, it's it's a pretty decent run time for a film. Uh, it didn't go on too long at all. For this type of film, it's the perfect run time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Did I, you, uh, before you go on to the actual film, um, can I just jump in and say, like, this was originally written as a film for Will Ferrell. Oh, was it actually? Yeah. yeah. Which you can kind of tell, I think. Um, like, you know, the idea of the film and stuff. But So was, like, Andy Samberg's character supposed to be Will Ferrell? It was supposed to be Will Ferrell, but it was ended up not happening. And Lonely Island ended up saying, like, I don't know how it went down, but Lonely Island wanted to do it. And they ended up rewriting the script and doing the Lonely Island version of what this film would have been. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I think it might be the same year or the year after. He did a Talladega Nights, which oh, yeah. isn't a million miles away, so you can understand why maybe he chose to do that over this or something. Talladega Nights, for me, is, is a great film. Um, yeah, I, mean, I, I like it, yeah. I feel like that was, you know, like, that was a great film. <laughs> this one. <laughs> Let's get back to this film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll discuss that later on in the uh, I I, I want to instantly jump jump to Inman at this point because <laughs> I'm already aware um, before we watch this film that Inman has quite a low um, opinion of this film. All right, Inman. That's me drinking. I'll edit that out. <laughs> I'm going to start with the runtime, which you said was 88 minutes, and in my opinion, that's 87 minutes too long. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the first minute, I, I, I've tried watching this film, this is the first time I've tried watching it, the first two times I turned it off, because I just, I found it unbearable. And again, I found it unbearable, I mean, time, but I struggled through it. I mean, I feel like the first time you told us you fell asleep, yeah. you didn't turn it off. <laughs> I mean, that's not, not any better, to be fair, but... <laughs> no. But... The first minute, there's a 
I can't even remember. It's it's pre credits and it's it's his first stunt in the street. Oh yeah. Yep. And basically, there's a joke. About, Did he reinforce the ramp? And he go, oh no, we didn't have time. And it, this is like I found that just like quite funny and sort of the situation they were in just on the street and stuff like that. And then, um, it just went all down from hill from there. I oh, just couldn't... literally. <laughs> <laughs> no, like from the credits, I was like. Yeah, I'm not gonna like this film again. Like, I had I had hopes after that first minute, and then they were crushed. Can I jump in there in terms of going downhill? One of my highlights of the film was it starts off pretty bad. It's like in the woods dancing. It's like an 88 oh, power ballad. I was gonna bring this up as well. And he trips over a log and starts rolling down the hill and bouncing off every tree, but it just keeps going I, and I, going. Yeah. And I've got to admit, I laughed at that. I, I, <laughs> this, like, this is pretty like, good. This scene actually reminded me of you, John, because. You're always talking. Do you know, do you know, no, no. I'm always no. falling down hills. <laughs> no, it's nothing like that, though. You just like, keep going on and on and rolling down. <laughs> it's nothing like that. But like when we when we spoke about Twin Peaks before, like you talk about how David Lynch kind of hangs on to a point for just that yeah split second too long. You kind of enjoy that. And like when this happens, like this is something that John would probably enjoy. There. There's something else I'm going to come back to later, but it becomes absurd the longer you hold on to it which yeah. makes it absurd and like, that, that's what I like yeah, you yeah. Know, it's just I, ridiculous like. I read the trivia for that it's 47 seconds really? yeah <laughs> of bouncing down of a bouncing hill bouncing down a hill <laughs> and, and, just, and, and I'm standing up at the end of it like, and, and, that, that, and, and, and that whole scene is just just so he can fall in front of this sign yeah. that's the whole point of that scene <laughs> well that was amazing <laughs> Uh, anyone else? <laughs> I, I, I was going to say, like, uh, this, not jumping too far ahead, but one of the points I like, you talk about dancing in the forest and stuff. Yeah. When he is dancing in the forest and he goes like, I need to go to my quiet place. And then he just, there's a quick cut to him just dancing around in the forest <laughs> listening to music. It is really funny. I've got to, see, I didn't find that funny. That Did bit. you not? No. I was like, I'm not into this. But then, but it starts falling and just keeps going. I'm like, yeah, the, 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 yeah. Like, they got me there. <laughs> well, yeah. I'll jump ahead just in terms of like, how that hangs on the shot for so long it becomes absurd. There's a bit later on, like Will Arnett, I, I love Will Arnett, uh, is in Arrested Development, is, in, is the star of the show in that line. I he, feel like you're about to bring up a point that I'm going to bring up. Is, oh, he the dickhead, is he the dickhead boyfriend of... Yeah, dickhead boyfriend. Um, he's, he's just amazing in this film. The bit when <laughs> Isla Fisher leaves him at the end. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's babe, amazing. Babe, wait, babe, no, babe, wait. Babe, babe, wait, no, babe. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't stop laughing at this scene. Yeah, I, that's that's one of my favourite scenes in the entire film. Yeah. Like, babe, babe, what? babe. But it's, it's like, it feels like minutes. Yeah, well, I think it might be. <laughs> that probably went on for as long as he was falling down the hill. the other one, yeah. yeah. Babe, wait, babe, no. So, no. So, so what we are gathering from this is you like it when you just hang on to that joke for just a bit too long. I, I feel like it's got to be a funny joke in the first place, though. I but... feel like Will Arnett adds a lot to that as well. Yeah, I think he, the performance yeah, of that, yeah, like, yeah. it's so good. I mean, I love him in the film in total the bit where they run, a, run over a raccoon is it <laughs> and Isla Fisher's devastating is like oh wait till I tell Sullivan about this <laughs> that's really good I noticed a lot of wrestling t-shirts in the show um, in the film um, yeah yeah I noticed a Hulkamania shirt which you don't know if you can get away with these days with him <laughs> but uh, yeah of course you did Joe <laughs> well this is t- tune in to our uh, wrestling podcast <laughs> <laughs> that'll be upcoming one day um, yeah I noticed a Stone Cold shirt I was like this this film should be for me. Going off from that, like, uh, with the T-shirts and stuff, this film does something that I'm not a massive fan of, but it was the, probably one of the first ones to do it, so I'll give it a pass. But it's not set in the 80s, but it has a weird 80s feel to it, like an 80s vibe. And, like, you guys are like Stranger Things. Stranger Things, is that what it's called? Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
And like, I, I, I think it's fine. It's perfectly fine. But the eighties vibe and it feels almost like pandering. Like they're just trying to kind of get at people with this eighties feel to it. Like people love eighties. They love, you know, it, it doesn't feel genuine to me in, in stranger things. That is sorry. But, I feel like this film might have almost started it. Been one of the first films to do this eighties like retro feel to it, and uh, I'll, I'll give him props for that. No, nobody else was doing that at the time. I don't think so. Yeah. So, no. Uh, yeah. Like it's 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 set almost like it's modern. It, I don't know if it's modern day or whether it's supposed to be eighties. But like I said, there's a Stone Cold T-shirt in it, which obviously yeah. isn't eighties. But it's like as if it's modern day, but with the aesthetics of the eighties. Yeah. It's like set in a completely sort of strange, like title. weird universe. Like <laughs> yeah. Which no, I, I like that, and I like I like the setting for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just while we we're on a uh, Will Arnett as well, another highlight of the film from him. There's a bit where Rod phones uh, Eileen Fisher to tell her that he's going to be performing the day after doing his, his jump. And Will Arnett's like, yep, I'm making a note of that. And he's waving <laughs> his hand around like, yep, making a note of that and I'll tell it later. And he's like, uh, what, what does he say? Oh, you're just waving your hand around in the air. And it's like, you've got some imagination, kid. <laughs> <laughs> Again, just the way he delivers that, I thought that was great. <laughs> no, it is amazing. Like, I mean, I'm I, I, I'm personally I'm quite a big fan of Andy Samberg myself. I, I I I've been a big fan of Lonely Island for like like since oh, was, there's an album with with ET's finger on it. Incredibly oh, bad. Incredibly bad. Um, you, I, I, I I was a fan of that uh, band since then. So like I I quite enjoy seeing them in like films and stuff. Well, are we all fans of Lonely Island? Because like I I am a big fan of Lonely Island. Well. I'm a fan of the music. Love the music, but and the music videos. Yeah, music videos. Yeah, 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 I like that. The films for me are just like stick to the music videos. <laughs> I watched. I watched the pop star as well, and I, I had. A, I thought that was worse than this, but I was just like, oh, I, I had like two laughs in it. I think, and they were both the performance of the songs on stage. So just listen to the music. <laughs> yeah, no, oh, that that upsets me a little because I, oh, I, really? I was looking forward to watching that. Pop star film. Oh. I mean, you, you might like it. I mean, you might actually like. I mean, we'll get to the ratings of this film at the end. Will. Yeah, but if but, that film's like, anything like this, Nick. Mm. Oh well, that's fair enough then. You probably won't enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like I say, I'm a big fan of the uh, the, the Lonely Island as a group and as as characters because of like um, Brooklyn Nine Nine, um, Andy Samberg's in that. Um, I, I quite enjoyed that. Um, but there's this one line that Andy Samberg, and I don't know why, but I couldn't stop laughing at this film. And he's talking to Isla Fisher's character, um, talking about his uh, dead dad and how he died. And he, and he just goes, he died instantly the next day. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing at that line. It's it's the offbeat humour, though, in the, in the whole film. It's it's very Lonely Island, like, you know, the like the whole way through the film. If you don't like Lonely Island, you will hate this film, I think. Yeah. But even if you like Lonely Island, I think... You might still hate it. Some, <laughs> so, there's a bit... I don't know about hate, but it's... It, like, we'll get on to ratings, but it's very middle of the road for me. It's like, it's not fully hitting, but it's not bad. Yeah. I mean, comedy's a funny one because you either laugh or you don't kind of thing. You know what I mean? It's like, it doesn't mean it's a bad film. It's just you don't, you don't find it personally funny kind of thing. Well, when this came out, they, they got it got bad reviews, but they said we were expecting it to get bad yeah. reviews and that it will get better reviews as long the longer it sort of goes. But on, people will go back and look at it and go, oh, this isn't as bad. I think they said it's kind of like, it's a different kind of comedy. Maybe like the future generations, maybe in two years, it'll be viewed very differently. Yeah. Oh, really? I'm the other way because I feel like this. I've not seen Napoleon Dynamite, but I feel like this 
there's almost, almost a response to Napoleon Dynamite. I imagine the comedy in that is very similar to this. I'm, I'm not it, seeing it. So. It's, it's, it's similar in, in some respect. Like, like I've but, seen a bit of the dancing from Napoleon Dynamite, and there's one bit yeah. in this where the Asian guy is just going from location to location, just dancing. I, I, feel, like, I, I feel like... Yeah, this is, this yeah is, and I was just like, I don't oh, get it. <laughs> I heard that bit. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is as much as a cult film as that is. like Because um, there's certain bits where it's like people... like. They, 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 they'll say these lines to each other as if like it's just but basically there's a line in this film which like I know someone who um like they say it to me all the time these lines it's you know the cool beans thing oh yeah like, and, and, and like I've spent many times just sat there going cool beans cool beans cool, <laughs> cool beans <laughs> and, and I've spent time doing and like that's because this film like and we've seen them years ago and um, we still do it kind of thing. Cool Beans has been like in my sort of known vocabulary for like a decade. I've not known where that came from until I've watched this film. Are we saying... Is that where that came from? Are we saying it's coming from this? Because I don't know any other place where it has come from myself. I have no idea. Joe, get on Google. I will re- I will research <laughs> that, this. That scene was originally cut out though and I think it's Sandberg and the other guy that's in that scene had to edit it themselves how oh. they wanted it and they put it they eventually sort of like got put back in the film not not like reluctantly but like when they tested the <clears> film <throat> people saying that's one of the funniest bits of the film so they have, yeah. they have just kept it in. Uh, just to sort of uh, add some facts to our conversation Cool Beans actually originated in the 1960s as a slang term <laughs> so, so it's definitely not from this film <laughs> no but no like when they mentioned that I was like do you know what I was saying that back in like 2007 2008 I mean, I mean, it might have come from the 1960s, but I can almost guarantee this film has probably um, made it a bit more popular in recent years. Cool beans. <clears throat> cool beans. Just in terms of what Inman mentioned there, how they weren't happy with it originally. They went back and they edited themselves to a point where they found it funny and people agreed with it. I think comedy is a lot, a lot like that, like the falling down the hill thing. If that finished 10 seconds earlier, I might not have found it funny yeah, because it just goes on for that beat too long. I'm like, oh, yeah, you've got me kind of thing. I just find that interesting how something could go from being like, I'm sure South Park do jokes about it, how like they repeat jokes and they're like, come on, Carpenter, it's not funny now. Then like five minutes later, he keeps on repeating, like, okay, it's funny again. <laughs> this this is my thing though. Like, you don't like Family Guy, or like, I don't know if you don't like the idea of Family Guy, but, but this yeah. that type of humor is all over Family Guy. I was gonna bring that up. Oh, so it's, yeah. it's, it's very Family Guy, sort of that, like it's that very, taking a joke too far and yeah. hanging on to it. Like this I, film I, is almost like the the humor in it is very Family Guy. I've never. I seen mean, it, I'm not. I'm not going to agree with that one. I'm not going to lie. I, 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 I'm a fan of this film and I'm a fan of Family Guy but I'm, I'm going to disagree with you on that uh, let, let me refine my point but, okay. um, you know the, the lengthy sort of drawing out of jokes that's the part that is, that's is Family it, yeah. Guy type yeah. style but if you don't find the joke funny in the first place then it's like you're just repeating a bad joke one day, John, we're going to sit you down <laughs> and force you to watch 10 episodes of Family Guy well but, let's, let, let's, let's just like while we're on the subject of John and Family Guy. He did actually watch. Was it Blue Harvest, uh, the, the the Star yeah. Wars one? And he came into work and he said, "I didn't enjoy this." But then all day he was quoting every bit of the film. <laughs> no. So <laughs> to be fair, though, I've given a few highlights from this film, and we'll get onto my rating in a minute. So <laughs> it could be the same thing, but just to counter the point you made about Family Guy, like the South Park creators themselves say this. It's in the Cartoon Wars episode. 
everyone says to Cartman, you've got to watch Family Guy. It's your kind of humour. And he says, like, it's nothing like my kind of humour. It's completely fucking different. Like, Are you saying and, you're the Cartman of the show? Well, the, no, the, the, like Matt Stone and Trey Parker, is it? They're the Cartman. They're saying, like, people are always saying to them, oh, you'd love Family Guy. And it's like, it's nothing like South Park. Right. It's yeah, completely yeah. different. And everyone's always telling them that. And that, that's what I always fall back on. I mean, thing, like. I mean, on the back of that, I, I don't agree with what they're saying about this being anything like Family Guy. I, 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 oh. I, I don't see the similarities in the That's slide. Enough, no, so. I, I, I was being more pointed. I, did, I didn't mean like the humour. Because this is a Lonely Island type humour, which isn't in South Park. It's not the same type of humour. I, I meant more, you know, the elongated sequences. I mean, I can only imagine one elongated joke, which I'm not going to lie, I, I hated it. And it was that bloody bird is the word fucking joke. <laughs> no, do you know where the, <laughs> Yeah, that pissed me off. Um yeah, the only time I've ever seen them elongate a joke on Family Guy was that, and I fucking hated it. <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it the fight scenes they go on for ever as well? Too? Oh, to be like, fair, the, they had the Simpsons the crossover ja- the, where they had a the, fight scene at last age and that the stars one. You you're was. talking of the giant chicken fights as well, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. the yeah. knee one as well. He falls over, hurts his knee. Like that's all over Family. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> ah yeah. Well, they, they, they definitely do it. Do it in there. Yep. Let's well, let's stop talking about family guys. Yeah. Um uh, one other point in the film. Are we get are we are we, are we about ready to wrap this up? I've got some up on as well. There's so. just one like w- w- one thing I wanted to mention. Uh, at the end of the film, the, um, there's a band that's playing. Um I don't know if you're aware that's Queen of the Stone Age. Yeah, I've got that written down. I well, that I'm disappointed in them that they put their name to us. Well, not their name, <laughs> but uh, they're really I, f- I thought that was amazing that that, yeah, that Queen no, of the Stone like Age uh, made an appearance in this <laughs> film. Um yeah. Just going off that, I've got to admit, the longer the film went on, the more I got into it. To the point of, I was thinking towards the end of the film, yeah, you know, I want, to, I want him to do the jump and I want him to get the money to pay for Frank's surgery and what have you. But I don't know whether I was thinking that in terms of like, quick, do the jump, get this film wrapped <laughs> up and finished, or, or whether I was actually, you know, genu- genuinely into it or not. But yeah, towards the end, I was actually like, yeah, I wouldn't mind Frank getting better, actually. <laughs> He's quite a funny like, character. Ian e- e- McShane is amazing in this film. <laughs> no, he, he is. He is yeah. amazing, isn't he? <laughs> I, I thought the, the film got better as it went on. I, I genuinely, yeah. I don't know whether that's because I'm getting somewhat more invested. Getting more into, yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah, yeah because like Andy Samberg's character is quite a likable character. He's like, he's, he's oh, really? John, you're, you're looking at me funny here. But I'm, I'm the other, I'm the other one. He's, he's kind of like, do you know when like someone says something and they, like, you know that they're, they're just full of shit, but they fully believe it. So yeah. they, they fully believe the, the what they're talking about. Um, but there's a sincerity there. Do you know what I mean? I, I read a, re- a review that's along the same lines. That was like every time he goes up to do one of these jumps, he's he fully believes he's going to be able to do this jump, and that's why he's kind of like he's likable. He's sort of like he's a he's a nice, he's just a nice heart, like harmless guy. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. You know, like like nice harmless guy. Like he he believes in something, and he might be completely completely wrong. <clears throat> It's just the way he believes, like in everything that he's doing. Like it is, it, it, it's. Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not admirable. What, what is the word? It's you get behind the kind of like lovable yeah, loser kind of thing. Sincere, to it, sincere in his, his actions. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I, I didn't have much left on this one. I, I did have a quote from the film which I enjoyed, which uh, was "Life is pain." This is from uh, Rod. <laughs> Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg. <laughs> Hot rod. <laughs> uh, the quote was, life is pain and we need to scrape the joy out of it every chance we get. 
I, like, I like that, that, that quote like as well, that. yeah. Is that the yeah. bit after he's become jaded and like... Yeah, I think yeah. it is, yeah. <laughs> I think it's, it's just before he does the big jump, mm. I think. Um, but I enjoyed that quote. Um, yeah, I, my, my final thought on this one would be that I love The Lonely Island, but I much prefer the music videos and the music and the albums, even the albums they've not... Even the songs they've not done music videos for, I prefer those to the films they've created because it's, it's a different thing now the humor's there but it doesn't fully hit with me i kind of i just want to what i want to listen to the sports song over and over again <laughs> that's what i want just just off the back of that like my final thought you pretty much made my point for me but the thing of like music videos and comedy is great but and, and, and like novelty songs but the films are a different world entirely you know what i mean yeah, I, yeah. I don't think there's any kind of correlation between the two and that that's but that's kind of my thoughts yeah. on it, really. Yeah. No, I'd agree with that. Yeah. agree with that. Um, any final points before we move on to ratings? I'm happy to go to ratings. Okie doke. Well, I'll start then, and we'll we'll go clockwise, maybe. Or Nick, do you want to give yours last, since this was your choice of film? Sure, yeah. All right, we'll go anti-clockwise. We're going to switch it up this week. Oh, even though I, I think... I'd rather go clockwise. You'd rather go clockwise? I want to hit him minutes before I do mine. I want to know what I to gauge. What, what, I want to know what to gauge this on. So. We'll, we'll, just we'll do mine. We'll do Sam's, then yours, then yeah. we'll finish with Nick. Yeah, um, I'm going to give this a solid two point five out of five. Completely Straight middle. Straight down the middle. That's fine. Lonely yeah. Island. I'd give a lot of their work five out of five, but this one's two point five for me. Yeah, Sam. One and a half out of five. <laughs> That's higher than I thought you'd give it. Yeah, I'm not going to go that low. I laughed a couple of times, uh, but the the humor it's it's my, more my personal rating sort of than the film as a whole. I just don't get that humor. It's sort of like I feel there, were, there was like a they were trying to kind of saying sort of not not that it's so bad it's good, but like they were trying to get that sort of humor across, and I don't feel like that comes across fully. I don't really find that offbeat humour and where they linger on the jokes I just I didn't get behind it him as a character like we were saying yeah lovable a little bit but I wasn't rooting for the uh, happy ending <laughs> uh, one and a half out of five okay. yeah uh, just to give a bit of background like I, I think comedy is weird to rate because I laughed like three times in this film at, at big moments but I've mentioned before about how like, Jack and Jill the Adam Sandler film I'm not going to defend that film. It's a garbage film, but it has the funniest thing I've ever seen in that film. Do you know what I mean? But I can't yeah, give it. Yeah. I can't give it a pass. You know what I mean? So, what, even, what, what was that? Al Pacino yeah, yeah. going into Dunkin' Donuts and ordering a Dunkachino, <laughs> <laughs> doing a whole advert for it. That that I think that's the funniest thing I've ever seen. But right. I can't give that film a pass. And I'm, I'll, I'll split the difference. I'll go two out of five, okay. even though there are three big things that I laugh at in the film. So, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 like I say, I've, I've watched this like, God, it was coming on ten years ago now when I first introduced this film, and I loved it when I first watched it, and uh, I don't know, maybe I've got a bit of a sentimental rating going on here, but <laughs> no, I'm not, I've not. <laughs> Might be a, a nostalgia star rating. Oh, maybe. maybe yeah. We'll have to put a little asterisk next to my, my rating. Yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, no, well, um, oh, we will. <laughs> and no, like, um, I, I, I enjoy the cast. Um, like, I'm a big fan of Lonely Island. Um, big fan of uh, Danny McBride. Um, oh, we didn't even mention Danny McBride. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? I'm a big fan of his. Uh, and um, 
like like you say, um, I, I laughed. I, to be fair, I only laughed maybe about three times myself, but I don't know. Uh, the, the film, just to me, was a good film. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, and and it, it made me laugh as much as it did 10 years ago. So, I mean, you, you're probably going to think I'm going to give this a proper high rating, but I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go for a 3.5. I was expecting a high rating. Yeah. I weren't going as high as you was expecting, to be honest. That averages out at a 2.375, which is, I think, fair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a about, fair that's about rate. The ball. Yeah, yeah, I think that's which, right. Which is above the halfway mark. So no, 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 2.375, wasn't it? Oh, was it 2.375? No, we have, no, I calculated it. I thought you said 2.375. 2.375. That's, yeah, so that's under the halfway Sorry, it is. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. my bad, guys. <laughs> Yeah. So if you, if you want maths, it's sorry, that. get Jono back. <laughs> <laughs> now we've replaced Jono with a calculator. <laughs> um, okay, well we, we've not. Well, we've finished the film now. So, yeah, yeah, all the way to uh, yeah. Okay, film. Mm, not not really a recommend, but from from me and Nick's probably in a recommend. It's it's, it's more of a recommend from me, I think. Um, everyone else is definitely don't watch this film. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this is it. Some people will like this film. That's the thing. But like I said, I gave it a two out, two out of five. But I gave Jack and Jill. I'd give that a one out of five. But I mean, I wouldn't it, recommend watching it for that one scene. So, so, so like, if if someone asked you, if if someone asked you, like, would should I watch this? Would you say, oh yeah, go watch it. You might as well. Or would they just be like, no, never. Personally, I don't know if I'd watch it again, but I would definitely go on YouTube and I would watch the hill scene again. And I would watch anything with Will Arnett so, again. So you'd, you'd, you'd tell people to watch the film based on certain scenes. Yeah. Whereas I'm sure Inman would be like, don't ever watch this film. <laughs> watch, watch the first minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just be telling them to watch the Lonely Island music videos. Yeah. <laughs> I'd just watch them, they better. Can we quickly recommend the be- Jack Sparrow's the, the best music video, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. The sp- we Like Sports is my favourite. Oh, no, I, I like it, but it's not the best. Mm. On a boat. I, I, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I quite like I just had sex. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, I, do you know what? I love that all four of us have a different, different favourite there. <laughs> and jizz in my pants. It's a good pants. Is uh, that a song recommendation? <laughs> no, no, it's just jizz in my pants. Let's edit that one <laughs> <laughs> Let's finish this, <laughs> uh, Who wants to give the social media away this week? Since, uh... um, I, I'd kind of like to do it purely because this week we've got another platform that I'd like to give out. Oh, Nick, let's, about let's, this. let's put you in charge this week. Break do you want to give the social media I'll, I'll give out the Twitter, just first of all. It's at DST Podcast. That's on Twitter. Um, we've got um, Instagram. Uh, it's How's at DST Podcast number four. Um, <laughs> we've got a Facebook page, which is... Um, Facebook.com forward slash DST podcast. Is that well? That's the big news. <laughs> that's what we need to talk about. We've, Rich, got, we've now got a Facebook page. Whoa, 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 whoa. Where's the number four? <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I tried my hardest to get the number four, but um, I tried my hardest to fuck it up and have to put a number in it. <laughs> um, like hopefully we'll get likes like if people want to go and like us, that would be fantastic. Fantastic if, job of promo, if, then. If, if, yeah. if one of our um actual um host would like to like because that would be amazing yeah yeah <laughs> i'd rather keep my personal life far away from this yeah podcast, so. that's terrible but yeah, any, any I, I, I don't support this podcast <laughs> <laughs> any listeners if you want to check out the facebook page give it a like would really appreciate some uh, itunes reviews as long as the five star reviews <laughs> that'd be really good if, yeah. you, if you're gonna rate us any less then just don't even bother <laughs> but yeah check out the facebook page you can your messages there you can you can like the page yeah Personal Twitters? Um, I'm found at 
DSTE Nick. I'm at Rubik's Football on Twitter and made a little video this week which I tweeted out, which is a Pokemon Johnny Cash mashup. If you want to go check that out, it's a very good mashup. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> and if you want any football news, check back in 2018 for the World Cup. Yep, I'll be covering <laughs> that. I'll be covering that. <laughs> if you want any pictures of um, Rubik's cubes um, <laughs> yep. shaped in the sh- um, shape of countries' flags, <laughs> keep squares. I'm your man. <laughs> and at Taylor1980. And I'm, yeah, it's Joe. Thanks for listening this week to episode 16 of Don't Spoil the Ending. It's been a laugh, boys. Nick, Sam, John. Bye. Cheers. 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 Thanks. It wasn't the goodbye bit, but. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) What do you mean? Let's just, well, I was going to say thanks and you all just said goodbye. So should we just finish there? Yep. Cheers, Joe. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Bye. boy, Wayne Rooney, returned to Everton. My boy, Quentin Tarantino, my favourite director. And yep. my, my, my boy, Will Arnett. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>